Yo. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome everybody to Conversations. I'm your boy, Al Mother, man. We got the legendary Sean B, man. Oh, man. Yo, Al. Al Mecca. Yo, uh, uh, when you when you asked me to be on, man, I was on it, man. Definitely. Man, definitely. You, you, you definitely a legend in my book, and, and I wanted to tap into this this hip hop from a different angle. You know, I, I had the MCs, I had the DJs, you know, I had the artists, you know, to do graffiti. Uh, my man from uh, uh, King Faye from Shirt Kings. Yes. I need a dancer, man. I need the dancer. That's right. That's right. We was a part of this. We was a part of this thing, too. Right. Man. I'm going to make sure that they know this. Yes. Now, what what was your introduction into hip hop? Wow, um, my, I mean, from what perspective? Like, how how did I just fall in love with it? Period. Yeah, yeah. Just, just as a fan, that that like like, what made you even, you know, geared you toward hip hop? Just starting out in general. Oh man, I mean, I I, I could say you know the older generation, um, you know, and and I was young, I was. You know, I was really, really young, so I didn't really know. I heard about it, but you're looking at the Disco Twins, you know, mm -hmm. um, from uh, Corona, uh, and and the, just the cats around my way. I'm from Southside Jamaica, Queens, so. Yeah, Queens in the house. You know, <laughs> uh, Grandmaster Vic, um, you know, I mean, I mean, he's a little, little bit later, but. You know, just the just the homies that were older than me that was really into um, disco. That, that was really turning disco into this thing that we call hip hop. Okay. So I I had an older brother. Um, I mean, he wasn't really into the music per se, as in hip hop. But as the culture started changing, um, and the older fellas on my block started to now take records and 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 mix them you know uh no records love is the message you, you yeah. know what i'm saying records like that that was played in the clubs in disco clubs and uh then you had the mcs like dj hollywood that i would hear of you know um dj flowers that i would hear of you know these particular people that that helped spread the word out to to till now what we know is as hip hop. Right. Okay. So so you you just catching the, the the buzz and the vibe. That yeah, that's right. And then the first record that really caught me was uh King Tim the Third. Mm. King Tim the Third. And then right okay. after that record, that was the first commercial record on Wax that really caught me. And then, of course, where everybody know in 78 that dropped, 78, 79, was um, Sugar Hill Gang. Okay. Now, did you ever take interest, like, in maybe DJing or, or MCing before you? <laughs> I tried everything. <laughs> you know, I tried everything. Um, was I mean, I think everybody started to gravitate to MCing, right? As far as my age, I'm I'm 53 this year, so I was born in 1970. So 78, 79, 80. That's when you know I was trying, um, you know, dancing. We tried graffiti. Um, 
tried DJing and MCing. And a funny thing, I know he won't, he won't, uh, <laughs> he won't admit to this, but Coach Heath from Lost Boys, who's um, he was a, maybe two years younger than me, um, heard that I was an MC at the time. And he came to my door, knocked on my door. I want a battle. <laughs> so I had one rhyme, you know what I'm saying? And I think I bust them. I think I bust them. <laughs> you know, but some great people, man, came from 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 my area. Um, of course, 50, you know, you have uh, Lost Boys, who was maybe two blocks away from me. You had um, Onyx, who was a few blocks away from me. And then okay. with us. And then when you go, when you go, um, what is Van, the Van Wick Expressway, what we call across the bridge, that's mm -hmm. where 50 is from. But you had uh, Q-Tip, who was from Hollis. You had LL. You had Run DMC. I mean, this plethora of people, uh, Queensbridge, MC Shan, yeah. um, you know, Nas, Roxanne Shante, Molly Mall. It's like DJ Hot Day. I mean, it's so many. It's so many that, you know, so many influences that we all just came up and just, you know, grab that 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 energy from one another. Right. right. And, and, you know, especially back then, that was a good time. Hip hop was really starting to bubble. So so what made you go ahead and commit to dancing? Like, did it start out with break dancing or did you just... You know, was you out there doing the Jackson Five or what was? Yeah, when I was when I was when I was five, of course, everybody's influence, of course, is Michael Jackson and Jackson Five. I mean, hands down, when when we saw that, it was possible. You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody who we could relate to, and from there, you know, um, I, I mean, I used to I used to roller skate. It was highly competitive with everything that was going on back then. So a lot of people was roller skating. So I started roller skating. Um, and then, you know, you had pop lock and electric boogie. So that came to play. And then, you know, I tried break dancing. So it was a little bit of everything, but what really took off was me after after popping and, and breaking, that's when, you know, 83, 84, that's when dances were starting to come onto the play and the first i would say the first people that really made me say okay this could be something was kango from utfo and doc ice that mm -hmm. used to dance for houdini right right, right. They were the first hip-hop i would say urban dance group that hit a, in a major way on television when they was on the phil donahue show okay Okay, yeah. And, and that really was the launch of and I would give it to them. They they the big brothers, they the big homies of this this dancing stuff. Yeah, the the more urban hip hop dance that that it became to be. For a group. Yeah. For a for a group. And Houdini was huge back then. Man, I I don't I don't think Houdini get they propers properly because they, they were so unique man no you know, no no Houdini was just so unique 
and and then just they had their own sound because it, it was just it was just crazy. <laughs> yes, yes. My my oh, we got we got my brother, we got my brother Kenny, my other dance partner. He's in. What's that, I mean, Kenny? One, two for one. Put him in. Turn us in the invite. Come on, hop in, Kenny. What if? I uh, I don't know, Kenny. If if send him an invite if you want in. Yeah, tell him, tell him send a request to join the live. But go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I mean, if you see him, if you see him have an in, if you see him, just send him in. That's all. All right. So you you had this going on. So I'm sure you were doing like a lot of battling and, and, and stuff like that. Like how how did you end up with Kooji Rap? Oh wow! I mean, yeah, a lot of battling, and like I said, I grew up in Southside Jamaica, Queens, but must be out to another area. Like you know, they she 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 got me out of my hood and into a white area actually, and I went okay. to called Flushing High School. Now Flushing High School is adjacent to Corona Queens, so I was going out there a lot. I was going out to parties out there a lot. And and I've got I got very known for what I was doing, dancing and battling people. But um, I also went to church out there. I was a, a member of a, a Christian church called um, Antioch Baptist Church of Corona. And, wow. and DJ, oh. DJ <laughs> sister was a member there. And I and the, the church was huge. So I we had a little freeze right here. Okay, it's rendering. Let's give it a second here, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll get this going. All right, you have froze up for a second. Okay, we good? You good now. Now you said, uh, you said Polo went to the church he was going to, right? No, his sister. His sister. His family was going there. Okay. But what really happened was my sister was dating Mr. C, Big Daddy Kane DJ. Okay. Right. Yeah. So as he was getting close with her and he was coming over the house, I was asking him, yo, what's up with, you know, what's up with Roxanne Shantae? Yo, what's up with Biz? Yo, what's up with Shan? They need dancers? I mean, I was just whoever. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, he said, no, I'll ask around, you know, I'll ask around, whatever. So, he talked to Polo. Polo was like, you know, okay, yeah, you know, I, I think I could check him out. Come to find out, he heard of me, you know, through, just through the streets of Corona. Mm -hmm. Colt, uh, uh, yo, 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 what's going on? <laughs> so, what's good? He yeah, we 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 got we got TCF crew in the building as one. That's what I'm talking about. Got have both dances. So he told he told G Rap he 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 told G Rap to just come check us out. Gave us a call. He got my number. Gave us a call. We hooked up. He came to our basement. We did we did uh he had a song called Poison out. We mm -hmm. had a routine. For, we had a routine for everything. So just. On 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 cue, we put on poison. We did it, and him and he was like, "Yo, let's go." And that was it. it's a fact. That was it. <laughs> what's going? 
What's going on, Ken? What's up, Ken? going on, brother? <laughs> man, welcome to Conversations, man. We like I told you, man. I've I had the MCs, the DJs, you know, graffiti artists. I, I need the dancers' perspective and input on hip hop, man. That's a fact, yo. I appreciate that too. I appreciate that. Because I mean, when dancers, when the dancers, a, a huge impact on 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 the game, you know, it was very yeah. important. It was influential. You know what I mean? So it's important. It's really good. We can't miss that part of the, the culture. At all, because cause that, that made it a show, at least for me. I'm like, man, look at these cats. You know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all, Scoop, Scrap. I remember going to the LQ, watching the IOU dancers. Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, you from shout out, shout out to Johnny Famous. <laughs> Al, you from New York? Nah, I'm, I'm from Canton, Ohio. Remember I told you that. Okay. I have moved. I moved to Stanford, Connecticut, in '86. Got it. And I was everywhere. <laughs> you know, and, and you, yeah. know, you remember the, the, our family reunion, in Ohio? Remember you went to Ohio, the family reunion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we was out in Ohio, and when we were to a club, he was there. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to like yeah. this back. Huh? Yeah. You're taking me back, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, you got people here. I'm like, I remember when you said for the family for the family reunion. Because okay. I think you think it's uh, the Stevens. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Shout out That's to my cousin. That's my family. <laughs> Okay, yep. so tell me this. How, how was it traveling on the road? All of a sudden, like, boom, you done linked up with, with, with Cool G and y'all touring. What was that whole that whole life like? <laughs> you want to go in? A party every night. <laughs> a party every night. A lot of jokes. Um, it was crazy. The experience was crazy for me. You know, for me, I was very young in the game, you know coming up under Sean, G, Kane, and the whole team. Um, for me, it was an experience, you know. It was one of those things that I had to grow up really quick. You understand? And um, I had to understand, I right, cool, it's a time where you can have fun, and it's a time where you have to go out there and you got to do what you got to do when it's business. You know what I mean? So I had to learn very quick. And uh, we had to stay on point. Like, uh, as far as with me and Sean, we would just practice and put a lot of time in, a lot of work into our craft, you know, as a lot of people people saw over the years with our mm. skill level. But um for me it was a great experience um stepping into the game. I'm glad that I came in in the era that we did because I learned a lot and um it actually shows in my work today. Mm. That that you know so you picked up a lot of jewels. Basically life jewels you can carry with you. Yes, sir. Yep, that is a fact. A lot of jewels, a lot of jewels that I cherish. You know, um, people that's down, our brothers from, you know, the record label, cats that we cross stages with, you know, throughout the years. I mean, it's over 30 years in the game. So, it's a lot of great influences in this hip hop thing. You know, hip hop is fifty years old now. Yeah. And I appreciate everything. No, no doubt, no doubt. 
Now, how hard was it to convince your parents that you was about to go on the road with a rapper? <laughs> uh, for, for me, I would say it wasn't that because they, they so if, 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 if Sean's was good and, and his family was all right with it, like we just have to, we always knew we had to construct it together. And I know that if it was good with Sean, it was good with me. You know what I mean? Because I was a little bro. So I was relying on, uh, yo, we got to be good with you, bro. You got to talk to your parents. We got to make this right. Once Sean go ahead and navigate that, I know it's be good. The green light. It, was, <laughs> it, it wasn't difficult, man. I mean, I was relentless in in this entertainment thing. And they knew that. You know what I'm saying? But um, Fly Ty, he, he was he was like a like a like a big brother and uh, um, father figure for all of us on the road. So he, he came to my house to speak to my to my mom and father mm. and just you know and just made sure that he said you know he'll look out because we was all young you know i was 17. yeah you know i was 16, 16 but he made sure that he, he met my mother and father explained certain things told him that he'll be responsible and he did that for each and every one of us the cane he did it for you know biz he did it for everybody you know what i'm saying so i mean it was very very, it was very smooth and and also very professional too. They respected that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all gotta remember, I was I was 15 years old on the road, so a lot of the dates that we had out there, you know, when they had after parties or they would go certain places, Tyrone had to talk to the promoters and say, "Listen, I know he's underage. I got him. I'm gonna make sure he's not drinking. I'm gonna make sure of this. I'm gonna make sure of that." He, like. I was the baby. I wasn't supposed to be around these dudes at that age. I mean, he was all young, but I was really, really the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Similar, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, uh, he was drinking. Uh, yeah. So, so, so how, how do you feel about the transition of hip hop from its, its beginnings to, to where we're at with it right about now? I I I pretty much enjoy it. You know, um, it's different, you know, but every era, every five years, it's different. You know what I'm saying? And that in hip hop, that's a, that's a generation, you know what I'm saying? So uh, just the change in what has happened and where they took it, it's real interesting. And I, and I can say that for dancing too. I mean, mm -hmm. I some incredible some out of this world shit. And I thought I was out of this world. Yeah. I never even more complicated and exactly. it, it's it's like it's it's just incredible man but just the transition of the culture uh, the business in it is incredible and i feel like the golden era which came from um really helped mold and change the whole planet it did it, it it you 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 can see it yeah you, you, you see you see the hip hop influences like, like that. There's not a commercial that comes on, right? Down there that don't don't got a at least a, a hip hop beat behind. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, down, down to yeah. our down to our language, you know, our slang. Yeah. Every how we wear the clothes, everything. 
and that should you know that should tell our people something you know what i'm saying that's I mean, it shows you how powerful that we are yeah you know um and, and how how strong this culture of hip-hop actually is because if you really think about it hip-hop only being 50 years old is very young yeah yeah hip-hop is, still, hip you know, hip -hop is actually still a baby you know what i mean yeah that's when you compare yeah 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 you 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 definitely telling the truth on that it's like hip-hop is, is really starting to just you know come into its own for real for real from from the business aspect right, you know right. what I'm saying? from the business aspect sean hopped out he probably hopped back in yeah he jumped out for a sec so, 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 what were what were what were some of your influences as far as hip hop? You know, like like what kind of molded you in, into the whole hip hop culture? Wow, for me, I mean, you go so far back. I mean, Sean talked about the dance and dancing, of course. But um, you know, you got Michael Jackson, which we all you know love him. You know what I mean? Michael Jackson was a great influence. But before Mike, we had James Brown. You know digging back into the history of just being a dancer like the nicholas brothers you know the nicholas brothers was a great influence mm -hmm. to me as well um just for me i like a lot of performance you know on stage and it's watching how cats would perform and the energy for me that's what really got me so i mentioned q-tip q-tip if you've never seen q-tip perform awesome awesome the energy level incredible Buster Rhymes. Yeah. I mentioned Buster Rhymes all the time. Buster Rhymes to today, the way that he reinvents himself, amazing. You know what I mean? Um, Missy Elliott, dope. You know, she came way after. But I'm just saying, like, that energy is what I always was attracted to, you know, watching that energy on stage and watching people give it up. Because I would see the, the crowd actually respond to the energy in such a way where it was, like, magnetic, you know? Because it's magnetic. You know, when you get busy on the stage and, and you're giving it up and people feel it and they come to you after the show and they go, wow, yo, it's because of you that I do this. Or it's because of you that I, I'm now doing this. So I'm stepping out and, and being a little bit more creative. That means everything to me. You know, that means everything to give back. You know, I guess that mm -hmm. was how we was giving back before I even knew that I was giving back. Because I, I was just doing it because I loved it. Yeah, it was a feeling that it gave me. So I think that that's what it was for me to fall in love with hip hop. He was mm. asking, like, what, what made us fall in love with hip hop pretty much, Sean? Like, what was the thing that really got us? I know you spoke about everything, Sean, except for playing the drums, bro. You got to put that in there. Sean was happy <laughs> with the drums. Well, <laughs> yeah, show was nice with the drums. I tried so, that, but I was horrible. So, I had like a, I, I begged for a drum set, and you know, my parents were like, all right, listen, we're gonna try to work with you and get something for you. And they got me a Bugs Bunny drum set. Yo, Sean had a whole, whole set. He came to the house. He tried not to make me feel bad. He was like, no, nah, it's cool, Kay. It's cool. It's cool. I had Bugs Bunny on it. It sounded all crazy. The percussions. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> so Sean, you out here doing beats on the low then probably, right? Yeah. One was nice. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, we tried everything, man. We <laughs> we tried everything. Now what, what most, now what most people don't know, y'all actually had a group 
Extremely good. Yes. Yes, TCF crew. We 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 was we was we was TCF dancers, which was uh uh a verse out of Matthew twenty two out of the Bible called the cho many are called but the chosen a few. Mm -hmm. And I really I really like that because I just felt like we were so different in our style of where we were coming from at the time. And I just took that acronym. That's when acronyms was really happening back then. Right. So I just took the chosen few and, and put TCF to it. But um after the nineties, after the uh, um the the Living Let well no Wanted Dead or Alive album, um it was a it was a time where the dancing scene of of hip hop or just hip hop in general was really taking a change, and that's when the NWA era came in, and okay. it was just you know the the happiness of of, of us on stage and having background dances that kind of took a shift, you know what I'm saying, and it was like you know it it just wasn't fitting with with Cool G raps uh direction of where he was going next in his career so um uh, my sister was always a big help to me when i was you know just making up the routines and everything like that and um she wanted to go on this she wanted to go on this cold chilling tour and i promised her that she could but when <laughs> it came out, like i i just can't. I can't. Ah. you know what i'm saying it was like I know what goes on around and do it, but yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want that responsibility. <laughs> but, but I, I said to her, I made hard. I was like, at the time, there was a there was a, a, a another girl who I, I used to date. This girl her name was Fola Bell, and she actually found me to to actually choreograph her her group at the time for the Uptown Comedy Club. Okay. Right. To perform there. So at the time I was she was paying me a little, little something, not much, but she was paying me to, to choreograph her group. And at the time when we was about to go on tour, I I was like, I'll take you if she can learn my routine. So my sister was like, okay, bet. And she took her to the backyard and taught her in two hours. A routine uh -huh. that I would never pick up, and that. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, fuck it, let's go." She got the routine, and we snuck them on tour, and um, in Texas, Fly Todd came down, saw the saw the show. He was surprised. He didn't know they was even on tour, but he liked what he saw, and then he actually he said, "Yo, why don't y'all become a group?" Uh -huh. I, I did. At the time, I was I would at this time I was starting to like get romantically involved back again with the lead singer at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want I don't want to do like that. <laughs> Kenny, it was actually Kenny. He convinced me, was like, yo, I'm we ain't gonna watch you stop. I hear this right. <laughs> he, I, yo, we ain't gonna have no job. So it's it's you thinking about your nasty yo or a career. What's uh -huh. So I said, you know what? You're right. So we tried it and we did the, he got us in the studio with Sessa Sonic, with Daddy O from Sessa Sonic, and we did the answer, Color Me Bad If You Want to Sex Me, um, I Want to Sex You Up. 
and we did the answer back female version of if you want to pick me up. And that's mm -hmm. four on the bill. And that was that. That's how we got our deal. Wow. So, so it, it's been a whole journey. Yeah. <laughs> we, actually, we was the first group. I would say we was the first hip hop R&B group. Mm. We were. Mm. Yeah, because Period. because after that, because he put a hip, Daddy O put a hip hop beat, and I, I would, I would definitely, he's responsible for that. Daddy O from Sesame Sonic is responsible for hip hop beat because it was New Jack that was in, mm -hmm. and then he mm. he took hip hop and placed the hip hop beat with singing. Five. And Five. after. After that, we did a song called Horse's Mouth that came out late 91, 92. And no one knew what to do with that. They didn't know whether to call it rap or R&B. So we had, <laughs> we had trouble in markets, uh -huh. them, what, it, what it is. And us being so aggressive in dancing and our showmanship, they didn't really know what the hell. Mm. You know? But then, after that, stuff started coming on, on on time. You had Mary J. Blige out with Puffy and Uptown Records. And then everybody started to add this hip-hop element. But I, I would say Daddy-O was the first one to actually break that out. Wow, man. It, it, it's something about being the first, though, because people really don't even know how to digest it. No, right, right. You know, then especially you going to marketing, they trying to figure out what genre it is. Yeah, that that can be pretty frustrating. But transitioning right. R and B group from a from the hardest hip hop hip hop <laughs> rap that was that was a that, that was a task too, and I I just couldn't let that hip hop element go. You know, so it it had to be in there somewhere. Right, right. Which is only natural because you're being you. You're doing you. Mm -hmm. So what, what was the, what was what, what would you say was like um, one of the most memorable shows you guys ever done? <laughs> um, it was several for me. Um, you mean period? Yeah. Okay, period. I, I would say. Uh, yeah. G-Rap at the time um, fell sick, so he was he was um, ill, so he stopped performing. I think I believe Scooby Scrap was working on some type of album. Kane um, asked us to go on tour with him, '88 of um, December '88, the, the Bring the Boys Public Enemy tour. And I believe that particular tour was probably one of the most memorable tours. Uh, it was with Ice-T, Sessa Sonic, EPMD, Slick Rick, um, MC Hammer. Um, yeah, a lot of cats. Uh, Digital Underground, uh, Ice-T. It was, it was just every night. And I mean, people would, would switch on and off of the tour. But every night was a magnetic night. And... I think with Kane, we had more of 
uh, of, of course, notoriety because Scoop and Scrap. He froze up. He gonna come back in here. Yeah, but that, that that was a great time for us. Oh, he coming back in. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me out? Yep, we okay. good. Besides Heavy D and the boys, Big Daddy came super fast. As far as notoriety of hip hop dancers uh, as a group, I think was 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 incredible to actually feel what our skill set with a with a premier rapper like Kane, um that I remember we show with Wu, Paula. That was wow. so I know that energy had to just be dumb crazy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. What are some of your biggest lessons? Okay, let's take over the show. What are some of your biggest lessons that you apply to life now? Because you're, you're what? You're both businessmen, you got things going on. What are some of the biggest lessons that you use to this day? You want to go first, y'all? Yeah, I go first. Um, well, for me, you know, I'm a creative director, so I do visual art. This is one of my pieces behind me right here. Visual art. Um, as far as like, like being creative in this business, I've learned to, you know, uh, attack it from a, a, a place of, of what's real to you. So for me, it's hip hop. That's what's the truest form to me. Um, so a lot of my pieces, it has an element of hip hop in it. Um, I utilize that in my business today. Um, vision. Usually, as far as like with um, directing videos and things of that nature, um, I'm very keen on writing the scripts and things like that. And that's things that I picked up along my journey as well. So I've learned to mix a gumbo of those things together and make it something that I can give back to the people and provide a service to them to help them along the way for some of the newer up and coming artists, you know, to help them along with their journey. Because we've had Ralph McDaniels, we had um, Bad Five Freddy, we had cats like that that took a chance on us and, yeah. you know, took their vision and helped, you know, set us out there and push us a little bit further to the, to the culture so people can actually see what we did. So it takes a, a nation to really, you know, come together, a group of people to make something happen. You know, I believe in when everybody comes together, you get a bigger outcome. You know, not one man can do everything by itself. I mean, Facts. for me, um, the biggest lesson I've learned is uh, not to ask permission, man. Don't ask permission. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I started just in everything that I do, man. I just I just do it. I just take a chance. So hip hop and, and just the, the, the whole the whole come up 
we was we was very bold. Uh, there was a lot of first that you don't need to ask. You don't need to be afraid. So if you want to do something, just you know, put your mind to it and do it. And especially in hip hop, um, you had to be uh, courageous, bold, very confident. You know, if you was you was if you lacked in any of those things, people niggas smell. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, um uh it helped me out in my in my business i got a um right here i got a real estate brokerage got three locations one in new york two locations in pennsylvania and we got one in atlanta um i'm five years this is my sixth year um in operation and uh, we started because we wanted to. We ain't asking. <laughs> you know, me and my wife, um, we got about five agents. And we both are from this, this hip-hop culture. We both are this hip-hop culture. So we love to add, um, we love to add entertainment into what we do with the real estate. And um, we learned a lot from the culture and we're giving a lot of opportunities away too that that hip-hop did as well so that's what i would say man that, that's dope because people gotta understand that life is transitions and some people don't transition well but i'm glad to see you guys feel successful still out here blessed and being a blessing yeah yeah we still support each other you know what i'm saying we still even um Kenny may do some art, you know, he did some art for my offices, for uh, some of my events. Um, so I, he supports me in that, and I support him with his concepts, you know, um, as far as whatever type of business he needs done. So, I mean, we still support each other. And, and, and that goes for uh, school, you know, we still, we still a, a family, man. We still support each other. Oh, yeah, that's that's what's happening, man. When y'all coming back to Canton, man? We gonna hang out. When y'all come back to Canton, man? Listen, um, I have a little cousin who, um, and him started a uh, well, he started it, not helped him, but he has a uh, a software. He has an energy drink called Zeal. Yeah, so, uh, uh -huh. Janning Hawkins. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm forgetting that you really, really know what you know. You know them, Cannon. Yeah, yeah that, that that's my guy. I had him on here before. You know what I'm saying? I, I showed him some love, man. That's a great young brother, man. He is. He is. And um, you know, he he was a baby watching all this. You know what I'm saying? So when he decided to do this, um, he was actually. MC and he was he wanted to do music. Yeah, because he, he can flow. And he might. Oh, he can flow. And he said, Well, I think I wanna have this soft drink and so that it can blow my career up. And I mm. said, No, little little cuz you want to rhyme to blow this up because this is the business, right? So when I made yeah. it at it differently. He really started to take it serious, and um, he just calls me 
you know, from time to time and get, you know, some consultation. And he's doing well. We, he's, I think he's in 30 stores right now. Yeah, and um, they're going to have his drink up in the Hall of Fame Village and all that. Man. Yeah, we had a meeting with the, uh, with the, uh, the creative director there. Just the yeah. other. So, I mean, but, I mean, he's really, he's really spearheading this to a to a to a situation to where I, it's gonna be big man it's gonna be big so yeah. i'm proud of him that's what's up that's what's up man any, any closing shout outs before we get up out of here my brother okay, okay. shout out to fly top you know what i mean for believing in us and uh you know giving us that shot you know um shout out to mr c for seeing something in us and, and getting us out there. Coogee Rap and Polo, Big Daddy Kane, of course. Whole Juice Crew family, Sean Tate, MC Shan. You know, um, rest in peace to Biz Markey, of course. And Mr. Mm -hmm. Magic. Want to definitely put that out there. It's on you, brother. Okay, okay. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to my beautiful wife. I see her on, Tiffany. And shout Tiffany out to you, bro. What up, Bay Road. company. Bay Row, it's my Bailey, and her her maiden name was Rome. So you got the Bailey Bay and the Row Rome. <laughs> okay, <laughs> two families get the get the shout out. Hey, family, hey, man, that's family, family affair, family affair, man. Yeah, you, tell, tell your man Fly Ty, he need to holler at me because. I need to chop it up with him, man. Try to get on here with him, man. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> just tell me. I'll make it happen. Okay. Just just tell him. I, I, I just need his his story. I, I want to chop with him. Build. You know what I'm saying? That That's a whole other aspect of this hip-hop game that people need to hear. And and like all right people, conversation is, is about the culture. I don't do drama. I don't care who's sleeping with who. None of that whack, clickbait, nonsense. We don't do that here. It's strictly for the culture. We're trying to build. We're trying to inspire and motivate folks out here. That's what's up, bro. That's, That's what's up. up. But yeah, I want to thank you, you for having me on. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate, I appreciate your Hey, follow me because I'm about to follow you. Say again, bro. I said, follow me because I'm about to follow you. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> Listen, you got to follow me at art underscore conglomerate. You know what I mean? Um, I got a lot of special things about to pop off and happen. You know, follow me, kid. I got a lot of good things out there for y'all. Y'all see, this is going to be a real special year. Real nah, special my, year. No, my wife said, bless to you and your growth, bro. And thank you, thank you. I need it and I appreciate it. All right, all right, bro. Thank you, man, for having us, man. For real. All right, thank you for being on, family. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Peace.